What's up, all you freaks and geeks of the world? It's your fairy sex mother. I'm here with another episode for the Sex Experience Podcast. As you guys can see by the title, these are my sugar daddy stories. Yes, I had not one, but two sugar daddies. And crazy enough, I had, I had them niggas at the same time. Like, OMG at the exact same time. Yeah, I was a pimp out here. You know, it's hard out here for a pimp. Woo! Okay, anyways. <laughs> But yeah, I had two sugar daddies at the same time. So I'm going to start with one sugar daddy. I'm going to name him Michael. And I'm going to name the other sugar daddy Jacob. Yeah. So this this first portion is going to be about Michael. Yeah, it's going to be about Michael. So Michael... I met him through a friend of a friend. Because what happened was, me and Exandria, that's one of my bitches. She's part of rats. Uh, we were hanging out, and she got invited to, I think it was a foot, football game? Football party? I don't know. We was invited to Mike. She was invited to Michael's house, and she was like, can I bring my friends with me or whatever? And he was like, yeah. We went over there to go drink, and... I believe watch a game. I know the sole purpose was to watch some game. I forgot if it was football or basketball, but whatever. And she was like, hey, Selena, you want to come with me over? My friend Michael's house is going to be liquor, blah, blah, blah. Guys, we're going to be drinking, eating, and we're just going to watch a game. And I was like, sure, I ain't got shit else to do. I was already done with my homework, blah, 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 blah. Let's go. So we get dressed, and at this time, y'all, I wasn't even wearing, I was wearing makeup, but I was like the basic makeup wearing type girls. Like, it was giving, it was only giving eyebrows and and mascara. Eyebrows, mascara, and lip gloss. And this was pre-COVID, so I didn't have to wear a mask or nothing like that. It was just, you know, eyebrows fleeked, a little mascara, or I might have wore some lashes, but something slight, something cute, and lip gloss. Keep it simple. Go over there. And I see y'all can't even lie to you. Uh, Michael had a nice house. It was it was so far deep off in Montgomery. I was probably in Prattville. Who fucking knows? But he had a really really nice house. It was big. It was um, he had like this long island bar, stocked with liquor. Like I'm not saying just hard liquor. It had white, brown, tequila, rum, gin, fucking wine, white, red. Chardonnay, Pinot, um, just liquor, like uh, liquor, every liquor you could think of, liquor, nice size house, and it was, and I only stayed in like the downstairs area, or whatever, and so, yeah, just nice size house, come inside, as soon as I see, I see a few people that I knew, so I was like, okay, cool, I don't have to like, you know, be me but to Alexandria, because here's the thing with me, if I'm going somewhere new, I will, like, be attached to my friend by the hip until I open up to people. Because it just takes time to warm up people because you don't know people's vibes, their energy, or anything like that. Now, I know if Zondri was going over there to, like, you know, pimp or get her ones and twos or see a dude or whatever the case may be, then I'll play my role. But from my understanding at the time, we was only going over there just to watch a game. So I was like, shit, whatever. So I saw a few people that I knew. And then on top of that, they was playing spades. Baby, I know I love me playing some spades. And they was playing uh, gin and tunk. So I was like, okay, cool. Let me go. Like, let's, let's go. Who want to play spades? Want to be my partner. And so um, Michael, the owner of the house, I didn't see him yet because I was like, 
astonished by the liquor and by the um and just the liquor the atmosphere the food everything so i was just like shoot let me um let me get right or whatever so the exonger was like hey selena this is michael he has a real name but it's his fake name michael um hey this is michael he's the owner of the house michael this is my friend selena he was like oh it's nice to meet you blah 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 where are you from i it was small conversation i didn't think he was flirting i didn't think nothing of it it was just very very small conversation small conversation over he goes and watch the football game he asked about it was a football basketball i don't fucking know he goes and watch the game he's like um do you drink beer and i was like no if i drink a beer i'm more of a cider or if i had if the only thing you had was beer i'll do a corona and he was like, oh, no, you can make you a little drink. What kind of drink do you like? And at the time, your girl was heavy on brown. I remember that. Like, when I say I was heavy on brown, I was heavy on brown, especially Crown Apple. And it was one drink. It's going to be so embarrassing to say this. It was one drink that I was so stuck on. It was E&J Apple mixed with uh, Chick-fil-A lemonade. You may sit there and be like, oh, you're fucking disgusting. But it's fucking delicious. So, but now I'm older. So, I, I drink more expensive liquor because it just it deals my stomach better but neither here nor there anyways um so I told him like the kind of drinks that I like and I like sweet drinks whatever he made me a drink and I was like okay cool this tastes good thank you and I go back to playing spades day is over uh game is over everybody go home cool boom next day I shit y'all not literally next day Xandria hits me up and was like so Michael just DM'd me on Instagram and was like your friend is cute Blah, 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 blah. Now, honestly, 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 Michael was not my type. The reason why I say that he was not my type to seriously pursue, I'm going to sit here and sound like a very shitty person. I do not care. It was based off looks. Does that sound fucked up? Yes, because people can look a certain kind of way and have a beautiful personality. And that's exactly who he was. But I could not get past looks because I just couldn't. But I wasn't really fucking with nobody. I wasn't kicking it with nobody or anything like that. And I was like, it's nothing wrong with being friends. And I wanted to make sure I made that clear that all I'm looking like, all I'm down to being is friends. Nothing more, nothing less or whatever the case may be and so I was like okay you can give him my number and we can text blah 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 so we're texting and stuff like that and he's just like so do you have a boyfriend and I was like no I do not and I'm not looking for one I said that very quickly and he was like you're not looking for a boyfriend I was like no I'm not looking for love or a relationship because I want to focus on myself now was that a lie it actually wasn't at that time when I met him I was celibate. I was not, was it celibate or, I don't know, whatever the actual one, I was not having sex at the moment because I had already went through my series of ancient men and I just felt like if I kept having sex with these people, that's what the problem was. So I restrained myself from having sex so I told him like the truth, but no, I didn't have a boyfriend and I wasn't looking for one and I also had stated like in that message, I'm not interested in having sex either and I stood by that. And he was like, oh, okay, um, I respect that. I just want to get to know you, take you out some time, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, if you want to go out, like go get some food or something, 
I'm cool with that, but all I'm looking for is a friend, like a genuine friend. Like if I'm if I want to call you and say, friend, I had a really, really bad day. I just want you to be that kind of person. And he said that he understood, so I fucking thought. So the first date that we had went or the first time we hung out, no, it was a date. Because it ended up being a date. The first time we went on a date was um he took me to like this hibachi spot. And um literally it wasn't planned. But we ended up having like a whole restaurant or like this whole section of the restaurant to ourselves because nobody else was there. So he was just like um, trying to have small talk with me and stuff. And I was entertaining it. Like I was entertaining the small talk for show for show. But then like maybe after we had like two drinks. He was like, I just want to cut it to the chase with you. And I was like, okay, what? Because you've been asking for some pussy. I can call an Uber and go home. Like, I can call my friends and dip. He was like, no, I actually, um, have you ever had a sugar daddy before? And this was my first sugar daddy. And I was like, no, I've never had a sugar daddy before. And he was like, oh, well, um, would you be interested in having one? And I had asked him, like, you know, what all does it entail to have a sugar daddy? Because I'm a, I, what I've known sugar daddies to do or those relationships to be, I thought it was like I had to have sex with you for money and then spend time with you and all, that, all this other kind of stuff. And he was like, no, it's just um, we would have conversation whenever you needed some money or whenever um, you want your allowance to be, I'll deposit the money in your account. Okay. Shit, you said number one, slime like, and I just made sure like, it was reiterated. I am not having sex with you. And it's not just like because of you in particular, but I'm not having sex. Like, I don't want to constantly have sex with guys and they treat me like shit. And I end up being the one heartbroken or with a burning pussy or with a fucking or have my feelings fucked up. I'm outside your house ready to shoot some shit up. All right, cool. We will be great. Ready to go. Awesome. So, at the end of the whole dinner, we had, he ended up taking me back to campus at the time I was still staying on campus. And he was like, yeah, um, so is it like, are, would you like, would you mind being my sugar baby? And I was like, cool, I don't see an issue with it, so let, let's just roll with it. Y'all, fucking seven months go by, this man is still, like, this whole time I'm not having sex. I don't have a boyfriend, I'm not doing nothing. This man is my sugar daddy. Whenever I got my nails done, I said pay for it. I, he would be like, I would ask him from time to time, like, what color would you like to see my nails or whatever. I'll send you a picture and shit. He'll be like, okay, cool. Excuse me. Yeah, he'll be like, okay, cool, blah, 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 blah. He'll pick a color out. If I say, babe, I want to go shopping, he'll be like, okay, where are, we going? where are you going shopping at? I'll be like, okay, I'm going to the mall. Or at the time, me and my friends, Birmingham, Atlanta, traveling anywhere easy tuskegee anytime i want to travel hey i want some money so i can put gas in my friend car and blank 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 hey i need some money because i need to go to liquor sometimes i just be like hey i just need some money and i won't even say the reason why i need the money like that's just that and so he was just being a great sugar daddy but what happened at the end of the seven months oh <sighs> But even and even before then, y'all, he gave great gifts like Christmas. He gave me um, like so much shit. I don't even remember what it was. I think he gave me like, what was it five for eight? I think it was like eight hundred dollars for Christmas, along with a necklace and like a bracelet to match. 
Um, I had an anklet. I got like so much stuff. And it was like so cool because I'm like, yay, I could just have a conversation with somebody and I get spoiled and not do nothing. And I'm just like, yeah, this is great. Blah, 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 blah. But then the kicker, seven months go by and he's just like, so what are we doing? Pause. What do you mean? What are we doing? We've already established that you're my sugar daddy. I'm your sugar baby. And he was like, well, I don't want it just to be a sugar daddy, sugar baby relationship. I want something more. And I was like, well, what do you mean you want something more? And he started to explain like how he wants a relationship. And I just told him like, again, I'm not looking for one. And again, at the time, I was not looking for a relationship. And if you ask, if you come with this story and go to any of my friends, all of them will tell you I was not looking for a relationship because either A, I was out here pimping niggas, like I was going through, like I was getting what I wanted from men and they weren't getting sex because at the time I was too busy giving up my pussy for a bunch of people, not a bunch of people, but I was giving up my pussy for people who wasn't giving me nothing in return. So what I ended up doing was flipping the role and was getting stuff from men in return and thought about if I wanted to have sex with them or not instead of just feeling like I had to. But... Um, but even then it was the fact that I didn't want to be in a relationship. I didn't want to be claimed or cuffed by anyone. And the other kicker was like, I wasn't attracted to him physically. Like everything else, I wasn't even, honestly, I wasn't attracted to him sexually. There was nothing I was attracted to, but I just felt like, you know, this was a great friend. This was a great person that I could fuck with and talk to. And then he gave me money. Like, I just, I just didn't see nothing wrong with that. That's just how I felt. And I feel bad. I felt bad afterwards, but at the time I just didn't. It was like another Christmas had came by. It was getting close to Christmas again. And I had went home for winter break and he was just telling me over the break how he's sick and he doesn't feel good. And all these things of how he wished he had someone to hold him at night and be there and cook for him and all these other like things that he wants out of a relationship. And I had reiterated again, like, look, I'm not looking for that, and I really don't want to, like, lead you on. So if you feel like I'm doing that, I would like for you to tell me so that way we can stop where we are and we don't have to continue this no more. And he was like, no, this isn't what I'm saying to you. This is how I'm feeling and blah, 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 blah. And honestly, for me, it just felt like the context of it all was too close because you were just telling me maybe, like, two weeks ago that you want to be in a relationship, but now that you're telling me, like, how you want someone to hold you and love you and all this other kind of stuff, Again, like you keep talking about, and every, it felt like every single time we would get on the phone, FaceTime, text, whatever, that's all he would talk about is being in a relationship. Like it was no longer fun to talk to him as my friend. It was just relationship, 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 relationship. At that point, I was done. I was like, you know what? I can't do this. So instead of just being an adult and telling him straight up, like, hey, look, I'm not into this anymore, blah, 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 I blocked him. Was that nice? No. Was it bad? Yes. Did I feel bad? Uh, to be very honest, no, because I just got tired. Because I just felt like I was putting, I felt like personally, I was putting up this image for him that it's not what he wanted to be like. And I, and at the time when he was my sugar daddy, he was a great sugar daddy. Like me and my friends, we went to Magic City Classic. He paid for our hotel room. He got us into a section. Like he was um, a club promoter. And we was in a section for free, had all the liquor we wanted. He bought me like a, a big ass sack of weed, all that kind of stuff. Like everything that 
honestly, I would expect it from a sugar daddy. After he explained what a sugar daddy and sugar baby relationship was, I got all of that. But then he started to catch feelings and stuff. And it was just like, I don't feel the same. And so I felt bad that I blocked him. But at the same time, it was just like I told you several times that this is not what I'm looking for. So if you're looking for someone to love, baby, it ain't me. And if you think um, giving me your money is going to make me love you, you're sadly mistaken because it's just that ain't me. It ain't me, babe. It ain't me. No, it ain't me. Anyways, but so there was that. And honestly, I haven't talked to him again since. I had to block him on all social media. Like I blocked him on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I even changed my Instagram name. So even if he tried to look me up, he wouldn't even be able to find me. I changed, um, I blocked him for my number, like everything. And even then, um, Exandria had called me one day and was like, Hey, uh, Michael told me, uh, he asked, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine, girl. He was like, Oh, well he DM me and said like, he hasn't talked to you in a long time and blah, blah, blah. And I told her the situation and she was like, Oh, bitch, I understand. I'm just like, yeah. Cause <laughs> I was wrong, and I admit that, and Michael, even though you know your real name isn't Michael, but if you ever listen to my podcast, you know, I do feel bad that I did block you, and I I pushed you away, or whatever the case may be, or I felt bad, but at the same time, I wasn't going to be able to love you the way that you wanted to be loved, because honestly and truthfully, I would have cheated on you and did you dirty, and I know that sounds fucked up to admit, but at the time of who I was in that moment of him being my sugar daddy, I would have cheated on him and I would have like fucked off on other people. And that's the reason why I didn't want to be in a relationship or didn't want to have sex with nobody because I didn't want no one to feel like they were so special that they had all of my attention because nobody did. So that leads on to the second sugar daddy. Now, literally maybe like three months into being Michael's sugar daddy, I met Jacob. Well, I didn't meet Jacob. Fuck that. I know I knew Jacob since high school and buddy had a crush on me since high school but I was an ain't shit ass girl like for a very very long time I was an ain't shit person and that count that comes from my past relationships and a whole lot of other things but I was just an ain't shit individual and I just felt like again giving someone my time it wasn't gonna work out great because also I was a cheater like I was a terrible cheater. I was a cheater. I was lying to people. No, I wasn't really lying. Because if you ask me, was I having sex with somebody else, I'll tell you. But I wouldn't blatantly just come out and be like, yeah, I'm having sex with somebody else. And I wouldn't sit there and lie if we're having sex. Be like, whose pussy is this? I wouldn't respond. I'll just keep moaning. Because I knew that I, was, I wasn't being faithful. Ooh, excuse me. So anyways. But yeah, three months later, um, Jacob is DMing me on Instagram and it's just like, have you been? How's college? Blah, 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 blah. All this other kind of shit. And I'm like, it's cool. I'm responding to him. Just responding back, to be honest. And then he's just like, oh, um, I would love to take you out sometime. When are you coming back home? At the time, I was like, I don't know. Because right the time that I met Michael, I was in summer school. So it was like, I don't know when I'm coming home, nigga. Like, I'm here for summer school. Then I start back classes in the fall. Like, when I come home, I'm going to come home for, like, a hot two weeks. And I didn't even go home for those two weeks. I went, like, I was staying at my friend's house because he lived up the street from the school and blah, 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 blah. And I had a car. So it was just like, yeah, slime, mm-mm. I don't know when I'm coming back home. 
And so he's just like, oh, well, whenever you come back home, let me know. And you don't have a boyfriend, let me know. Um, I want to take you out to dinner, blah, 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 blah. I was like, okay, cool. But in the meantime, like you saying, like, you don't want me to talk to you. You just want me to like talk to you when I come home. And he was like, no, let's just like be friends and be cool. Like just see how each other's doing. Okay, cool. So then one day randomly, Michael, I remember this day specifically, Michael wasn't answering the phone because I wanted to tell him about my day and how annoyed I was. And he just didn't answer the phone because he was busy in meetings or whatever. And I didn't find that out till later. And so because he wasn't answering the phone, I was like, fuck it. I'll just call Jacob and just tell him about my fucking day because what the fuck ever. So I text him and I'm telling him like how my day was at school, how I was annoyed with um, my lessons and blah, 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 blah. And he was like, you sound like you need a day to relax, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And I was telling him like, I haven't had, I haven't done that in so long. Blah, 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 blah. And then he was like, okay, so what does your toes look like? And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, what does your toes look like? And he FaceTimed me and was like, show me your toes. And I'm like, okay, here's my toes. And my toes, they weren't like old, but you know how it looks like when your nails are starting to lift a little bit, like gel polish is starting to look like there's that big ass cuticle dent, dent, whatever. So, um, he saw that and he was like, oh, you need to, um, you should go get your nails done. And I was like, ooh, well, since you're suggesting it, and I said this to be funny. I was like, since you're suggesting it, why don't you pay for it? He was like, okay, cool. What you want, cash app? Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, hold up. I already got one sugar daddy. So what you trying to do? Like, you know, like, I ain't going to sit here and turn out a motherfucker trying to pay for my nails. Because why would I? So what you trying to do? And he was like, um... What do you usually get your nails done? How much does it cost? And I told him. And then I was like, well, since you're paying for them, you want to pick a color? And he picked the color and everything. I was like, okay. I ain't going to sit here and just, like, you know, say nothing. I didn't tell Michael. Because what the fuck I'm going to tell him? Like, another nigga paid for my nails? Like, no. So, whatever. Bada bing, bada boom, bada bam. So, Jacob paid, sent the money, paid for my nails and stuff. And I sent him a picture. And then I got my hands and my feet done. Because it wasn't like I didn't have no money on my fucking own. I had my own money. But I was just like, okay, I'll get my feet done and I'll get my hands done too. I sent him a picture of it. And he was like, oh my gosh, they're so cute. Um, Let me know whenever you need a fill-in and I'll keep paying for it. And I'm just like, hold up now. I got somebody paying for my nails and my hair. And like, just I got so much going on right now. So I was just, I just straight up asked him. I was like, so are you trying to be like my sugar daddy or something? Cause that's how you're acting right now. Like you wanted to pay for stuff, and you know you don't have to. I don't um, need you to do these things for me. And he was just like, no, um, I don't mind being your sugar daddy. It's okay um, as long as you know you let me know when you come home, so I can take you on a proper date and like you know treat you how you're supposed to be treated i went through the whole statement again i'm not looking for a boyfriend not looking for none of that you know i'm i'm big chilling big chilling okay but if you want to pay for shit i'm not gonna sit there and be like no don't pay for my stuff 
blah 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 like fuck no what the fuck i look like even if a nigga was even if a dude was going to go get a haircut if a girl walk up to you randomly and be like oh you're really cute you're gonna go in the barbershop and you be like yeah i'm gonna go in the barbershop and she's like oh how much is your haircut and you tell her like 45 dollars, and she gives you 50 dollars for your haircut are you gonna be like no i'm not taking that 50 dollars. no you gonna take that fucking 50 dollars and go pay for your haircut and no one damn well your haircut probably 25 dollars. so you just gained you some 20 so you just gained 25 dollars on top of it so you got you got money for a haircut and you got money to put gas in your car or go buy you some weed or go get you a little drink drink or go get you some food like you know so that's just how i felt so while he was being my sugar daddy now this time jacob he was a, a little way way too flirty but he was sending way way more money so i was okay with him being a little bit more flirtatious but i also made sure i reiterated as much as possible i am not looking for love don't love me don't fall in love with me don't ask me for sex don't ask me to be your girlfriend your wife nothing because i'm not going i'm going to tell you no and it and as bluntly as i'm saying this on this podcast i said it this bluntly on the phone via text messages with all these niggas like and again you can go to any of my friends in my personal friend group circle right now you could dm amber exandria brian brandy simone any of them right now and they will sit there and be like yes selena said it just like that like straight up every single time and but he was sending like dick pics he was sending me like selfies and pictures and all this other kind of stuff and it was just like okay now i'm not gonna sit here and talk about nobody's penis or anything like that because that's just flat out rude and disrespectful but he was sending like news and stuff like that and i would send him sexy pictures in return just because like i said he was sending way more money i was giving him way more attention michael was a businessman and doing a whole bunch of other things so i couldn't we couldn't talk as much as i would have liked to when he was my friend especially not knowing what a sugar daddy sugar baby relationship is as much as i would have liked to talk to michael i couldn't so with jacob i could talk to him a whole lot more so because i was talking a lot more i got a lot more money simple as that and me and michael's relationship um situationship sugar daddy baby relationship ended but me and jacob's relationship was still going on because like maybe two months because um like he just he just got it like he understood that we was never going to date this was just a fun time now what made me be like you know what jacob i got a from you was when i came home for which for the winter break no it wasn't winter break because i didn't see him that time because he was with family and i was with family when i came home for like whatever break it was um i was like hey i'm home for x amount of time uh we can go on a date he was like okay cool um where do you want to go i was like we can go out to eat um you can pick the restaurant like just let me know what time and what day and i'll get ready he gave me time, date, location, reservation information, all that kind of stuff. All right, cool. Getting, uh, he comes and picks me up, and I tell people who are in my household, like, hey, I'm going on a date on this day, blah, 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 blah. Um, <laughs> he comes and picks me up in his car, you guys, and I sit down in the car. The car smells like piss, and I'm not fucking lying. The car smells like piss. And so... I said this as respectfully as possible. I was like, can we just go back to your house and can you shower? Because it smells a little bit. But I didn't say it smelled like piss. I was just like, it's a little musty. 
Because, you know, I feel like saying somebody smells like pee is so, 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 so mean. Whereas so, saying someone smells like a little musty or a little tart is um, it's just a nicer way of saying, like, you know, just get in the shower, do a quick little wash up. So he goes, we go to his house and he was like, do you want to stay in a car? Do you want to come inside? And I was like, I'll come inside, but I'll just sit in the living room. I sat my ass in that living room and y'all, I shit you not, house smelled like piss. I had an attitude. Had a whole fucking attitude. So then, boom, he comes out of the shower. He has on a whole new outfit. And we go back outside. When we go outside and I give him a hug, I purposely gave him a hug because I wanted to know, do you, is this like your scent? Or is this just like a moment in time? Like maybe you had a dog or something and the dog peed everywhere. You know, like just something. And no, that was his scent. That was his smell. I could not take it. And I wasn't going to deal with it. So I text one of my friends. I was like, hey, pretend to be my mom real quick and yell at me and fuss at me to come home. And they did that. Now, I could have been honest and just been like, hey, you stink. And I don't want to date you because you stink. Or I don't want to be seen with you in public because you stink. But that sounds rude. And also at this time, I was young. So, like, I wasn't trying to be mean and hurtful towards people. I was trying to do things in a way that I felt like it would get someone to understand what it is and what's going on because both of my sugar daddies they were older than me they weren't substantially older than me like these niggas was fucking 50 60 or in their 40s they were in their 20s they were like in the same age range as me age range as me they just made more money i was a college student and they just made money doing other things so it was just like you know i wasn't like mad or anything like that but i just didn't know how to tell somebody hey you stink and i don't want to be seen with you in person I don't know how to say that at the time. I didn't know how to say that nicely. So I was like, I text my friend, told her to fuss at me. And then he was like, yeah, go home now. And I'm like, yes, my mom is like tripping, blah, 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 blah. So then I get home and I was like, don't even want to continue this thing with him. And I thought about it and I was like, "Mm, let's just see how things go. I should have cut that shit off right then and there because a month later. So what are we conversation? God damn it, bitch. I haven't been fucked. And at this point, I haven't had sex for eight months. And I was happy with it because I wasn't having sex. I wasn't like tied down to no guy. I was texting whoever I wanted to, talking to on the phone, whoever I wanted to, hanging out, whatever I wanted to. I could smoke and drink with whoever, then get the fuck out and leave happily. I was so, 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 so happy with that lifestyle at that time because it just It felt like I finally am stepping into a side of womanhood that I needed to learn. I needed to learn how to flirt and how to understand guys because I was too, I was getting played by a lot of guys and it was coming to the point where it was becoming dreadful. It was becoming, um, a problem and it was fucking with my mental. And then he hit me with the, who are we converse? What are we conversation? And I said the same thing. And he was like, well, you out here spending all my money and stuff, but you not blah, 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 blah. Bitch, you offering to send it. I didn't say you had to send it every time. You could tell me no. I'm not going to bitch and complain. And there's been moments where both of my sugar daddies, whenever I asked them for money, they both had told me no at one point. I didn't sit there, bitch, complain, cry, or none of that. I was just like, hey, can you pay for blank, 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 blank. And they said they couldn't do it or not today, or whatever the excuse or the reason was, I'm like, okay, I had money in my account. I just want their money. Like, that simple. But when he hit me with the who are we conversation, it was just getting awkward, and it was becoming weird. 
he wanted like the relationship. He's like, I've been crushing on you for forever. I've been feeling this way about you for so, 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 so long. And it just seems like you keep playing me over and over and over again. And I'm just like, I don't feel the same way you feel about me. And while I'm having this conversation, I'm with like my friend, I'm with um, my two friends from high school, my sons, that's what I basically call them. And I'm with my cousins because we were celebrating an accomplishment for one of my cousins and my oldest cousin, she takes my phone and she's like, Selena, what are you doing? Like, what the fuck is going on here? So I explained to her the situation. My cousin is texting my phone and she was like, hey, she took my phone and was texting him and was like, hey, this is her older cousin. Please stop talking to her. Like, we get it. You're grown. You got money. I got more money than you. So whatever money you're supposed to give her next week for an allowance, I'll give it to her. Have a great day. And he's talking to my cousin reckless, like, bitch, fuck you, fuck her. All she wanted was my fucking money. I got more money than both of y'all. Y'all know what I can do. She know what the fuck I'm rolling with, blah, 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 blah. Now, here's the thing. Does he have money or did he have money? Yeah, but my cousin who took my phone and was texting for me, she got way more money. Like, she got two masters. And if you sitting here like, what the fuck is two masters? Shawty Pimp got two masters, worked for the government, and is doing well, and was an, an assistant to the mayor. My, like, she literally, she literally said to him, whatever you're supposed to give her this week, I'll double it. And she did that. So, it was like, I didn't need it. But thanks for it. I'm not going to sit here and deny it, but it just became a very weird situation. But basically, what I learned from both of my sugar daddy, both of my sugar daddy situations is, um... I learned honestly nothing from it. I just learned that sometimes people who are in our age range, we think you can think one thing, but it ends up having alternative motives. And, you know, like, yeah, if if any of you, my sugar daddies from the past, like are listening to my podcast or anything like that, I am sorry for how basically I blocked you and stopped conversating with you, conversing with you, conversating is not a word, um, and just like kicked you out of my life. But I'm not going to apologize for why I did it because I've made it very crystal clear that I didn't want a relationship at the time. And I really didn't because to be very honest, I was an ain't shit female and I would have cheated on you. And I'm saying that as a person with a clear heart and a clear mind now and knowing who I was back then I would have cheated on you and it wasn't gonna be pretty because it wasn't gonna be like I was gonna cheat on you and get like a new boyfriend no I was gonna cheat on you cheat on you like have multiple partners (laughs) be seen on social media with other people and it's not funny but it's just like that's just how I felt because that's who I was and I didn't want to hide that part of me and that's the reason why I didn't want to be tied down is because I, I knew that I couldn't be a girlfriend, or a potential wife to anybody. And I'm happy. That's the reason why I'm so elated that I met DeAndre when I did was because around the time of meeting him, I told myself that, you know, I was done being a player and just talking to people and blah, 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 blah. I wanted to tie down and actually be serious with somebody. Now, there was two contenders before DeAndre, but they both fucked it up. But I didn't give up at that moment or at that time. But it was just at the time of me having the sugar daddies. Nah, 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 I wasn't. I was going to be unfaithful as fuck. And I know that sounds terrible, but I was. So, yeah, those are my sugar daddy stories. And, you know, if you ever get you a sugar daddy or if you got you a sugar daddy, you know, just make sure you guys thoroughly understand 
each other's purpose in each other's life. Because if one of you start catching feelings and the other person doesn't feel the same way, it kind of does become a situation where it feels like somebody is playing you or you're playing somebody. And I wasn't trying to be a player to anybody. I was keeping it a book with everybody. I had told even the people that I was flirting with just because I have sugar daddies. I didn't keep it a secret. So, you know, yeah, that's all for this episode. And like I said, just be careful and be safe out here in these streets. (laughs) And bye, you guys. What's up, all you freaks and geeks of the world? It's your very sex mother. I'm here with another episode (coughs) for the Sexperience Podcast. Bada bing, bada boom, mother effing bam. A real nigga tired, but it's okay. Because as you can see by the title, you know, men tired too. And y'all, when you when you listen to this podcast, let me go ahead and give you this disclaimer. I don't dislike women. I am a woman. I identify as a woman because I am a woman. I was born a woman. I am she slash her. I love my femininity. I love my femaleness and all that other kind of stuff. But as a woman, as a young lady, as a female, I do see, and as somebody who's working in like the field of sex, I see how men are treated and how scarce it is like of men there are in this field. And honestly, I see why. I see both sides. I'm the kind of person. I'm the kind of person where I may have my own opinion, but I understand and I respect everyone's perspective. I'm just my own individual, so I have my own thoughts and concepts and shit. And that's all my podcast is for, just explaining my thoughts and my concepts or whatever the case may be. But anyways, I feel like, personally, men have it harder than women in certain areas. Let me explain. So we, for one... One of the biggest things that women like to use as a a defense mechanism or like a tactic towards men is we give birth. Yes, we do. Our bodies are naturally made to give birth. Our bodies are made to be human incubators. If you get offended by that, I ain't trying to offend nobody. But again, before I start getting into this topic, I use my podcast platform to say things how I want to say it because sometimes talking as if I have this extensive ass vocabulary can get very 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 annoying for me personally and I feel like people of my generation who are around my age it's easier for me to come to you and just be like straight up this is how it is or this is what's up instead of being like the philosophy of the that's doing too much like I could just tell you how it is and you can accept it or you can disagree that's cool you are entitled to your own opinion but back to what I was saying though for example women be like I give birth women give birth We bring life into this world. We are the ones who carry the life and we deliver the life into the world. But without men, we're not able to create life. Now, this is not me, again, knocking women and what we do. Because as women, we do go through a lot of shit, especially, again, on the topic of childbirth. But men go through a lot of stuff, too. I'm not sitting here saying that every female is a problem. But let's be honest. 
women, because we are hormonal and we carry a lot of hormones inside of us from the estrogen and the hormones from the baby, for example, we can become a, we can become difficult to deal with. And has anyone ever thought of the fact of like (laughs) women, we get maternity leave. We get to leave work for however many months or whatever before and after the baby is born and after some time has gone past the family just has to decide on what we're going to do bring the baby to work or you know blah 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 but there's not it's not talked about paternity leave it's not discussed about what men have to do once a baby is born like let's think about it a woman maternity leave she leaves and goes to the baby shower stays home and you know prepares for the baby to come it's a if it's a painful experience I'm sorry if it's a wonderful experience congratulations to you whatever the case may be but you're at home (coughs) or you're at your mom's house you're do you're with your doula at the hospital wherever you're somewhere sitting discussing the future for your baby now what is the man doing the man is at work he is out trying to make the money i'm just saying this for an example for some people's lives everyone's lives is not set up like this and if your life not set up like this i'm not talking to you but i still want you to hear me out but what is the man doing he's out at work he's out making money doing this that and a third as soon as you know the woman's water breaks let's say your water breaks and your partner is at work you gotta call him call his job somebody gotta call him and be like hey blank blank's water broke oh shit my partner's water broke boss i gotta leave work her water broke okay let us know how it goes boom gets to the hospital or whatever the location is for the baby to be delivered at baby's delivered hey i have a beautiful baby girl or i have a handsome baby boy we got twins Oh my gosh, it's triplets, blah, 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 blah. Their name is blink, 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 blink. Okay, return back to work on such and such day. So while the woman is at home, you know, taking care of the baby, that can be a lot and that can be a struggle. But how do you think the man feels? He has to go to work and you're at home seeing the baby develop, drink the milk, whether it's from your breast or from the bottle, you see the baby laugh, holding your finger. Like I understand that there is a stru- there is um some type of stress level or struggle when it comes from being a new parent. But women like to talk about the struggle and the stress that they go through. I've been here feeding this baby. I barely can get any sleep. Blah 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 blah. Okay, but when I come home from work. I want to take care of you and the baby, which also causes me to have less sleep. And then when I go to work, I have to focus on math numbers, my boss wanting this, cleaning that, doing this, that, and the third, this, that, and the third. Why isn't that discussed? Boom. Take babies out the equation. Another example. A lot of times women, heterosexual women, we expect the men to have all these things in order and in line for us. Like, one example of something that kind of is weird to me, but you know, you got to do what it do, what it do, baby. When men are like, hey, I want to take you on a date. Some women expect guys to be like, hey, I want to take you on a date at this time. Wear this. We're going here. Like have every single detail plan out. 
That is cute. That is fun. That's hot. That's sexy for sure. But at the same time, not all guys are like that. And if you interested, if you in, intentional instantly, that's what I was trying to say. If you instantly turn yourself off from a guy just because he doesn't have a date all the way planned out for you, what does that say about you? Because honestly, not all guys just know how to date women. Who taught us how to date? The same thing with sex. Who taught us how to have sex? Who taught us how to go on a date? A lot of us grew up in single parent households. So let's be for real, for real. Let's start with the like actual facts. If we grew up in a single parent household, how the fuck we know how to date when we saw either our dad out here tricking other women or he has women in rotation? You might have saw a girl for a serious girlfriend here and there, but you just saw people in rotation. If that don't apply to you, then it don't apply to you. Moms, a lot of times our moms, they either kept their other significant other hidden for a good minute or they had men in rotation or you could have ran into a situation like how some people I know or like how I did. Your mom stayed single for a long ass time because of the pain and hurt that came from their last relationship or their marriage. So we was raised in a single parent household. How do we know how to date? How do we know what to plan a date for another person? Everybody be sitting here talking about like, going to the movies is so basic. Take me somewhere adventurous. But bitch, you don't even do adventurous shit on the regular basis. Not saying bitches and you know, all women are bitches, but I feel like we need to really sit down and see what we're expecting of men. If you have standards, it's nothing wrong with setting your standards, but also set, set your standards realistically for yourself. If you can't do it for yourself, why do you expect other people to do it for you? A lot of times us as women, we expect men to be the provider, the caretaker, the money bringer, the the person to like hold us when we're down and we're sad. But what about men? What do they want to be provided for and taken care of? They want to be held when they're sad. Even when they're not sad, men are big ass babies. And it's been proven so many times, whether you want to add science into it, how studies show that when a man actually falls in love with a woman and they have like all these different feelings for her, there is le- there's ways they will break themselves down and break down their walls and their barriers and do things for, a- for the woman that they love. Or we can go into society views of it where we've seen multiple thugged out guys or not saying thugged out, but like guys who just been through a lot of bullshit who was raised in a situation that was really scary and like they're lucky to be here to this day and they get in love and they find a woman and you see them all on social media oh i love it girl did my shawty forever i'm gang about you all that other kind of stuff men like that too i don't know where this whole stigma started and i know where it started it started back in like the 60s and the 70s and the 80s where the whole idea of what a man is supposed to be a man It's supposed to be this person to do all these things. And a woman is supposed to just stay here and be cute, be successful, or be humble and just wait on her man hand and foot. Fuck that. Fuck that. It's fuck that on both spectrums. It's fuck that. It's fuck it. As a woman, I'm not waiting on a man hand and foot. Fuck that. As a woman, I am not going to submit a thousand percent to a man. And fuck that. I'm not letting a man be the deciding factor over my money, over my outfits, over my attitude, over the way I present myself. I am me and you are you. And if you don't like it, then you can't fuck with a real nigga. And that's all I'm seeing it as. But uh, for men, 
fuck this whole idea of being a man you have to do blank blankety blank 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 because half of the time the men who come out and be like this is what it takes to be a man they don't even know what it takes to be a man they're struggling themselves they're dealing with internal battles you know they're only projecting the feelings of what was taught to them men are sensitive too they have emotions if you want to go whole scientifical men have testosterone women have estrogen that don't mean shit that's a title put to say that you have more masculine or it's masculine you have more masculine traits in this body so you are identified as a guy and you have more feminine traits in this body so you are classified or you are put down as a female along with the fact of your genitalias whether you have a penis or a vulva point blank period but emotions are still the same the brain is still a function the heart is still a function wants and needs are still a thing we need to stop putting these barriers or these stigmas around men making them feel like they are less than unless they are able to do a b c d e f g because all guys aren't terrible but they don't know how to love a lot of us don't know how to love again who taught you how to have sex if you learn how to have sex via porn you didn't learn how to have sex porn is not real now is it real penetration is it a real dick and a real vulva and all that other kind of stuff yes the stuff that's happening in porn are actual adult actors and actresses and they're going forward with giving you great content whether it's squirting coming a big dick little dick fat vulva skinny vulva whatever all that stuff is a real body but porn in itself it's just entertainment. It is adult entertainment. And we learned how to have sex from porn. We learned love from movies or what people portray on social media. You feel like on social media, the only way that for you to um, be able to tell if a man love you or not is unless he flies you across the country, but you ain't even got no fucking passport. That don't make sense. The only way for you to know if a girl really loves you is unless she buy you 2K or something like that. But you don't even got a PlayStation controller. You still got a PlayStation 3. No offense to people who do got a PlayStation 3. But like shit. Y'all sit here and compare and contrast everything from what your parents say, social media, your friends, and all this other kind of stuff. No, follow your heart. What does your mind say about this person? That's why half of the time people be falling for ain't shit ass niggas or stupid bitches. Because y'all sit there in y'all heart, mind, and soul. You lust or love. You really have a deep care for this person because it's like they've been through stuff. And the stuff that they've been through is the reason why they act like this and blah, 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 blah. But when there's a dude who actually just wants to be cared for or loved caressed hugged held and wants to cry i don't want no pussy ass nigga you don't make sense me personally you don't make sense men are just as emotional as women it's been so many moments where women have been like men gossip more than women do okay they are just as emotional as us too men now y'all do some foul shit y'all do some crazy shit y'all are weird a little bit you know, everybody has like a little weirdness inside of them and that's okay. But mm, sometimes men, questionable. I got questions. If you can't answer it, that's cool. 
but you know just sometimes it'd be a little off but the whole point of this episode is we need to stop (laughs) expecting men to always do every single thing for us you want a man to be a provider he can be a provider and still make less money than you why does a provider always equate to money? A provider doesn't equate to money. A provider can't equate to a lot of things. A provider, you provide me love. You provide me stability. Some of you bitches have never in, your, in a day in your life, and excuse me for calling you a bitch, just my vernacular when I'm talking to people and I feel like I'm comfortable with y'all because you know you my freaking, you my geek. So this is just how I talk. But some of you bitches have never had stability a day in your life. You don't know what it means to be stable. You don't know what it means to be concrete, like to stand still. So a man could offer you stability, stability. And that right there in itself can give you more reassurance than anything else in the world. And if you sit here like, that's not enough, Selena. That's not enough, Barry. Shit, I come from a place where when I was growing up, I didn't have stability in my life I didn't have I don't I have like maybe a few friends who I've been cool with since birth up until now but I've had like a lot of ins and outs in my life whether it was family members friends who the fuck ever people just being like good day goodbye and then now when I met a guy who really like fucks with me not just because of what I have to bring to the table But he actually fucks with my personality and he's like, okay, you know what? Even though I don't have this to bring, I can give you all these other things. And I promise you the other things that he gave me, gave me way, 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 way more comfort than anything else that he could have given me. And that was stability. That was, I got a good friend. I'm not saying this like, oh, my experience should be your experience. Not saying that at all. But from coming from a place where I literally had nothing and all I wanted was love, innocence, and all I had in return to give was love, love, care, compassion, a listening ear, understanding, sympathy, and empathy. That does a whole lot more for a man than you could ever imagine. I got this nigga doing flips and tricks for me just because I'm listening to his issues or his problems, not telling him, oh, well, you're a man, so suck it up. What the fuck does that mean? To all the men that's ever been told that, I ask you, what the fuck does that mean? You're a man, suck it up. How the fuck did I become a man just because I graduated college? That doesn't make you a man. It does. How does that make you a man because you graduated college? It makes you a man because in society's eyes, you're able to buy liquor. What makes you a man? What makes you a grown man? What makes you an adult? That doesn't make sense. What makes these things? Like, who says this? Who sat down and said, because you do blank, blankety, blank, 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 you are considered a man or you're considered a woman. These stigmas were placed on us at a very, very young age and they're stupid. Righteously. They're stupid and they're hurtful and they have done nothing but break down and make it more difficult for people to really understand who they are. I got to be a man. I got to be a man to do this. I got to be a man to do that. What the fuck does that even mean? 
How do you define as a man? What do you think the definition of a man is? And I, I'm asking any and everybody this who's listening to this episode. Serious question. And if you know the answer, DM me on Instagram or DM me on Twitter. My Twitter is fairy sex mother M-U-T-H-A. Or my Instagram is fairy S mother M-U-T-H-A. DM me and give me the answer to this question and be like, hey, I listened to your podcast and <clears throat> the episode talking about men. This is what I think it means to be a man. And I want women and men to answer the question. Cisgender, non-binary, conforming, non-gender conforming, all that stuff, all of it. If you feel like you know the definition of what it means to be a quote-unquote man, let me know. Because if you Google what is a man, Google is going to give you the scientific terms of what a man is. We don't want science all the time. Everything in everybody's life is not revolved around science. But what is a revol- uh, what is revolved around our life is our brain, our heart, and our energy. The vibe that we carry, the auras that we give to people, how we present ourselves to the world, that's what we are. And so all I'm saying in this episode is we need to give quote-unquote males, people with penises, men, whatever you want to call them, guys, a break. They are emotional too. They need mental stability. Women, we go through a lot. I get it. Hell, as a woman, I go through a lot. I just ended my fucking period. And my period was in itself a stressful situation. But men go through a lot too. They have moments where they're sad, where they're down, where they want emotional support. They want to go on a date. They want to be like treated like kings. Like we, we, we always want to be treated like a queen. How can we expect? First of all, let's be realistic. We always want to be treated like a queen. But how in the fuck can a peasant treat a queen like a queen? No. And I'm going to say it again. How in the fuck can a peasant treat you like a queen? Meaning any guy that you put yourself in dealings and relations with, they should be treated as a king just as much as you want to be treated as a queen if you want to be treated as a queen but you treat him like shit or you treat him like he's nothing he's a peasant to you peasantry is stupid it's you're belittling them so if you want to be treated like a queen a princess whatever affirmation that you like to call yourself a boss ass bitch what the fuck are you dealing with are you dealing with a peasant or are you dealing with a king are you dealing with a prince or are you dealing with a bum are you dealing with a roach Or are you dealing with a cool-ass dude? Whatever you deal with is what you bring to the table. And that's all for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it or whatever. Because like I said, a real nigga tired. For real, for real. But it's cool. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and have a great rest of your day. And I will talk to you guys on the next episode. Bye.